If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Be warned, there is some uh, there is some comments that you might be worried about. Do not listen around small children or the elderly. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Mom. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we are reading chapter five of Briar's book. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's fuck with nature. Wait, wait, we're not supposed to do that. Briar's book, chapter five. He's all about Triss. Mm -hmm. Triss is laying in bed and she's sad because there's no prior and there's no rose thorn and there's no daja she can feel little bear lying in briar's room and he's sad because there's no briar and there's no rose thorn and there's no daja and she's like geez little bear if you're gonna be sad you shouldn't project it on everybody forgot one other thing that mrs briar though is shocking the tree, the little baby tree. This tree misses him. Triss can't sleep. So she leaves the house, goes up to the wall, because being amidst the wind and the rain and the stormy storm uh, generally brings her comfort. And while she's up on the wall, Nico comes up and sneaks up like a thief in the night and frightens her. Because like, there's a storm coming in. Can you tell me how long it'll last? She's like, oh, a day or two. He's like, uh, do you think you could move it along? And Triss is like, <laughs> say what? And Nico's like, uh, yeah, um, you should fuck with nature. And Triss is like, you told me never to fuck with nature. Don't you remember all of those times that people died or almost died trying to fuck with nature? 
I have learned my lesson. How have you not? And Nico's like, hey, we, we really kind of need to do this because it's possible this disease gets passed by water. And if it rains, the water will rise in the sewers and this disease will be everywhere. So Trist is like, okay, fine. Climbs up on the wall and she unleashes her magical self into the storm and goes into the storm clouds and flies around for a while and finds another storm, another storm, and another storm. And so she comes back and she says, nope, even if I move this storm out of the way, there's just going to be another one behind it. And there's going to be another one behind that. While Nico and Triss are talking, the provost guard is like, the Quran Goldeye, the blue pox is inside the city wall. The pox is coming from inside the wall. Yeah. part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice this is where we talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about the chapter what did y'all like and not like about the chapter i can go first yeah the very first thing in my notes says yay fat pro tag i so 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 relate to Tris climbing the stairs and huffing and puffing. My family had a small Christmas gathering out on my parents' back porch so that we could stay distanced. I had gone up and down the hill between their driveway and their back porch twice. And I was just totally out of breath. And I had been carrying this box. My brother was like, how heavy is that box? And I was like, it's not too heavy. It's because you look winded. Like, that's because I can't climb hills. Uh, (laughs) I don't do stairs very well. And I don't like people making snide comments about my weight and such, like, just as Tris does. All of the stuff about her retribution before Nico tells her to stop. I know. I so wish I could do that. Thank you for Tris. I also like the fact that she's basically just a weather forecaster. I wish that I could just walk up on a wall and get the weather forecast magically or have a friend who could do it for me. And that way I wouldn't have to walk up the wall. I mentioned this before we started, but I love that after Nico asks her to muck with the storms and she's like, you just told me to fuck with nature. He does not look at her. He knows that he is going against everything that he has taught her right now and he is too embarrassed. And so he's just staring at the ground and like, yes, yes, I I did suggest you should do this. And normally you shouldn't, but I have a very good reason at the end when she almost falls off the wall, he like kind of scolds her and he's like, you should never do that by yourself. And I really want to be like, Nico, why are you talking to her this way? You're the one who asked her to do this in the first place. Mm-hmm. But he's panicky. There's a pandemic. Give him a break. The man is stressed. No, no. that's no excuse. Nico is a terrible person <laughs> because, as we've learned, panicking is bad. Panicking is not good. Uh, panicking, panicking is just a terrible thing. It makes you worse than Yaren. <laughs> and I mean, I'm uh, not going to argue that. Uh, okay and then the the one dislike i have is he catches her and they kind of tumble and fall 
onto the wall and she stands up and like wrings out her wet skirt. I thought that the storm was just starting because it's described as being like drizzly. So I'm not sure why her skirts are wet. Well, it said in the beginning he has the hat on to keep off the wet. Okay, so maybe maybe I just missed how so, stormy it was. says, the rain fell steadily as she climbed, hoisting her skirts to keep from tripping, panting with Okay, effort. okay. So okay. it was raining already. Yeah, I was going to say, even if it is drizzling, like, you can get there for soaked. A yeah. 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 It says, a fine drizzle fell on Winding Circle when she opens her eyes. Yeah. I was under the impression that that was the beginning of the storm. And I guess I had missed that it was already raining. So maybe it's the storm letting up a bit. So it was just like, if it just started drizzling, then why is your skirt wet? I don't have a lot in this chapter for anything, unfortunately. Just I mean, that's kind of... a really short chapter. That is a very short chapter. I do love the fact that uh, the, the line of learning to control her magic had meant she had given up rewarding those with cruel advice. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a very... Now, very like, nice way of putting that. It's a very nice way of saying I can't fuck with the people who make me mad anymore. <laughs> I also love that Tris, in the same thought, calls Nico a spoil sport. <laughs> when Nico scares her when she's up there, one day, <gasps> what? Same. I am so jumpy. Oh my god. She's in her thoughts. Nico, stop being a fucking cat. Make some goddamn noise. This is what I tell Chris all the time. And what a like, bell. Well, he started with Briar, and now he scared Tris, and now he's got it. He's working to scare the other two as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I told get all of Chris them. that I was going to get him a big bell, like Cat Noir in Miraculous. <laughs> yes. I told him I was going to get him a bell. This is why I actually started wearing my keys on my belt loop is because people told me I was too quiet. So I wore my keys on my belt loop. And so when every time I started, I saw somebody I was approaching, I would just smack the keys as I was walking closer. And like literally there was one night he came to visit and I was in my sewing room, which is in the back of the house. He's got a key. So he comes in the front door. So all of a sudden I hear a weird sound at the door. And I'm like, the fuck is that? And I turn the music off and just listen. And there's nothing for a minute. And then there's more sound at the door. And the door, I can hear the door opening and stuff. And I'm like, who the fuck is breaking into my house? And he didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> he could have been like, hello. But does he do that? No. No. So I was like, Chris, say hi. Say something. It's not that hard. You're coming into the house. This is why in the old 50s TV shows, when the husbands came in, they'd say, honey, I'm home. I'm home. <laughs> so that the wife, while she's doing the dishes or the laundry or whatever the fuck she's doing in the back of the house, knows it's not some creepy asshole breaking into her house at like midnight. <laughs> See, I, I learned that the hard way. Um. <laughs> Please tell me that Allison like hit you over the head with a baseball bat. No, but I, I walked in on her while I think she was taking a shower. And I'd, and I'd come in and, you know, I, did, I didn't say anything. But I'd, like, come in and I'd walk to the room and then I opened the door and she freaked out and she fell in the tub. Oh, no. Yeah, because I scared her so much just being like, hey, because she didn't know I was coming home and, you know, every, the doors are locked and then all of a sudden your bathroom door fucking busts open and someone's standing <laughs> there and you just freak out. Yeah. 
I have a few. We've already touched on this where Tris is like telling Little Bear, we all miss him, but keep it to yourself. <laughs> Tris, people are allowed to be sad, okay? You're sad too. Y'all can just be sad together. You don't have to wallow in your own sadness, okay? Also, it's sad like- together feeling for everybody's presence in the house at this point she is and it's the dog and he's not even like bothering her he's just in briar's room but she's like keep your sadness to yourself even though you're already already sad sad. i don't want more sad feelings (laughs) the next one was when nico told tris that whenever she gets her own home that she should consider a nice tower because she prefers to have lookout spots. And she's like, well, of course, I like heights because I'm a weather mage. That was cute. My next one was whenever she had come back to her body and the guard is yelling, I was told Nico is up there. And she's like, how did they know? And he's like, oh, well, while you're busy, I had several chats with the guard. Reading it, it seems pretty fast. And then she comes back to her body and you realize, oh, he had time to talk to some guards. So she was obviously up there a really long time, but it was a really quick read. So I thought that was kind of cool. Really like Triss's connection to the people that she's around. She kind of sends her magic out and she realizes that she misses the feeling of like a forge, which is what Daja is to her magically. And how she can even sense Little Bear, he is not having good dreams, and you can tell that he misses Briar. It's really interesting how in tune she is with the people around her, and it makes me think if that's just her, or if every mage can feel that with the people that they're close to, or... Yeah, I'm just curious if that's something that everyone can do, if it's just something that she can... Her reaching her power out doesn't really seem to have anything to do with weather, I wouldn't think. Yeah. I always assumed that it was kind of connected to their being fun together. That would make sense. But you haven't really ever seen the other kids do that. To me, it's very similar to like the mind seeking. I think the first or second time they ever did the mind seek, there was a description kind of like that, where it was like they felt along the like cord that connected them to the other person and spoke to them. But but also part of the reason we haven't seen it is because they haven't, they're not apart very often which is kind of the big thing in this book. Mm -hmm. But my question for you then is you say you think it's because they're tied together, but she also fills out and is able to uh, fill Lark and Little Bear and Tree, and those things were not tied in with them. So it doesn't seem like it's something that's tied in with them being spun together, because if that was the case, she'd only be able to fill out for Daja, Briar, and Sandry. And that's not the case. But maybe it is like a mage thing. Or maybe it is like a I'm close to you thing. Or just yeah. say, even if it is just some spun together, it also is because they can only talk to each other. Yeah. But mm-hmm. other people can talk through them. Yeah. There's been several instances where Rose Thorne has spoken to Nico over vast distances because of Briar and Triss. And so I think that even if it is just them being spun together and that's how this happens, these are also people that everybody is close to. 
If that's so, the case, then, but don't they have to be physically touching to be able to interact? Like Rosethorn grabbed Briar whenever yeah. they interacted, right? So are Sandry and Lark holding hands while they're sleeping for <laughs> Tris to be? Oh my god, that would be adorable! <laughs> like, but no, like really hard. So they're like, huh? Be, be my comfort, and they're just holding hands and they're sleeping. They're little otters. They don't want to explode away from exactly. each other. Exactly, and so that's how Tris is able to read Lark. Yes, I I think what Indy was saying. Correct me if I'm totally wrong about this. So they've been spun together, and that kind of strengthened their abilities right mm-hmm. and it's made them all stronger and given them sort of like extra sensory abilities like they can see magic and stuff like that and because little bear and lark are physically close to her and beings that are important to all four of them that's why she's able to kind of feel them out so since yeah. she's a daily presence type of thing yeah yeah so she wouldn't be able to just reach out to like some random villager in yeah the city and be like, I don't I let's check out Joe Schmo. How yeah. he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's sort of the magical version of people when you're really close to somebody and you can kind of when they walk into a room and you see them for the first time during a day, you can kind of I don't want to say an aura, but you kind of like get a feeling off of them. Yeah. Of like what their mood is. Um, I wouldn't know anything about that, that at all. Sense. Ever. <laughs> no, you can like tell if they're in a bad mood or something. Yeah. Just the feeling off of them. That makes sense. Yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. Did any of y'all find a theme or a message in this chapter? I think I did. Hold on. I think I did as well. Sometimes you think you can change things, but you can't. Even if you really, really want to, you can't fucking do it. No matter how hard you fucking try. Yep. Mine was don't fuck with nature. <laughs> an, an alternate title for mine could have been uh, fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Because I... she just looked at it and didn't mess with the storms because it would have been bad if she did. And she knew that better than Nico did. Yes. Nico's desperate, but that doesn't well, mean you can just... He's desperate and he's not a weather that. mage. Well, you know, he also wasn't a weather mage when she tried to control the tides, but he told her not to do that. He yeah, I literally the wrote theme, question mark, question mark, question mark, discomfort and worry. So it was like, I, I guess the theme is discomfort and worry. Because it can't really find much of a theme because this chapter is super short. It is eight pages long, so... Yeah. Indy, you got one? No. All right, it's moving like, on. Yeah. Moving on! Part three is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. And Indy's got her finger on her nose, so I think she wants to go first. Don't fuck with nature. (laughs) (laughs) But no, the uh, conversation between Nico and Tris, primarily, how do you know you're telling me to do it won't turn out as badly as if I did it on my own. Sometimes you know better than the people who think they know better. Mm-hmm. Just because someone who is older than you and has more experience in, with something than you do doesn't necessarily mean they're always right. I don't know. I don't feel like he was trying to say that he was right or that he knew better. He wasn't trying that. It doesn't matter if he thinks he's right or not. He's like, maybe we can do this. And she's like, no, <laughs> no. We're not supposed to do this. It makes me think of some of the guys at work, like some of our maintenance guys at work. They're they're young. They're like 24 to 28. And all of these older people are like, what we say is right. What we say is how it's going to get done. And there's one who comes in and he's like, yeah, every time I'm off for a couple of days, I have to come in and I have to fix their fixes Because they fixed it wrong and they won't just listen to me. Sometimes more experience does not mean 
better results. <laughs> Just because someone who has done it a million times tells you to do it that way does not mean that they've been doing it correctly. Sometimes you really do know best. Mine was learning to control her magic had meant she had to give up rewarding those people who gave cruel advice. She hadn't liked that even when Nico pointed out that those she frightened became enemies. So it's just kind of a reminder that when people are dicks and you're a dick back, it doesn't actually help most of the time, even though it does make you feel better. Of course, I've also had instances where I have wished that I was more of a dick. I don't know, because I didn't get the like catharsis that came with that. So I know, right? It's so much fun. Just listen, you're being an asshole. Let me tear you down rung by rung. <laughs> yeah. Mine was exactly the same. I what was mine, actually. <laughs> I agree with Molly. Sometimes I want to be a little bit of a dick. Because sometimes if you don't, people are like, oh, this person let me talk to the, her like that and then I'll just continue to talk to her like that and be an ass because she's not going to do anything about it no fuck that <laughs> but gotta put them in their place sometimes you have to do that but a lot of the times it's just better to just mm, shut up yeah y'all, y'all pretty much hit the nail on the head that's exactly why like sometimes yeah you, you can't always be mean but like sometimes you do have to be because that's the only way to get your point across. Because if they don't get it by you being nice, you got to change it up. You can't keep being nice. You got to play hardball sometimes. Yeah. This reminds me of Steven. When we used to work together, his supervisor would get on to him about something and he would go off on them and start talking shit. Dude, you have got to stop doing that. He's like, what? You think I'm some little punk? I'm just going to take it. Like sometimes you just got to take it. You got to shut the fuck up. Because you're gonna make things worse for yourself, and mm. he ended up getting fired from that place. I'm like, hmm, yep. hmm, I wonder why. This is an excerpt from Briar's book, Chapter Six. Coming out of his trance after waking a basket full of red clover, he discovered Rosethorn was missing. He found her in the farthest corner of the room, her back to him, and her hands over her face. Rosethorn, who terrified most of those with scent and everyone without it, was crying. Worse, she wept in a soft, dull way that meant she'd been at it for a while. He wrapped his arms fiercely around her waist, resting his cheek on her back. I'll find that bite-fingered woman if I have to turn over every rock between here and the bite of fire, he whispered passionately. Whoever she took the coin she got from selling your medicines, it ain't far enough to dodge me. I'll cut her in bitty chunks for you. Would you like that? You could grill her over a fire and then feed her to sharks like you always threaten me. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm sorry, Rosethorn whispered. I didn't mean to do this. To hear her apologize for a fit of weeps, just as the girls did, nearly broke his heart. He'd never guessed how much of himself he'd tacked to Rosethorn, who feared nothing and nobody. I'll give you her skin for a drape, he offered. Just tell me, and I'll do it. I'll bring you her nicking fingers in pickle juice. I, no, she said, trying to smile as she turned to face him. It's not this chore, though I hate being down here without even a window among all this, this mast. The word meant the litter of leaves, bark, and twigs that lay on the ground in the forest. It startled him that she used it to refer to the contents of these jars. She wiped her face on her arm, smearing the dust on her cheeks. 
Where's your handkerchief? Briar asked. Rosethorn shrugged. He undid the strings that held her mask and wiped her cheeks with it. Her skin was dry and slack, he noted. Even her lips were pale. She looked, the best word he could think of was shadowed. Shadowed, he thought again, an idea tickling his brain. She feels like a plant in the shade. He stepped back from her. Had there ever been a day when she had not gone outside? He had run to the water temple or the earth temple with her in the foulest rains or just walked, following winding circles, spiral road, all the way down to the hub and back again as they stopped to examine every sleeping patch of flowers and vegetables. Should we go on the roof? He inquired. Rosethorn shook her head. I'm not wilting for lack of sun, boy, she informed him. He wasn't convinced she was right about that. Not entirely. Tears began to roll down her cheeks again. Oh, dear, she whispered, turning her face away. I want to be home, she said almost to herself, with Lark and the girls and even that idiot dog. I want people to stop gabbling at me. I want my own workshop and my own garden. I gabble at you, Briar pointed out softly. You don't, she said once more, wiping her face on her sleeve. Not about cost or when at the latest you have to get what you want. You aren't telling me to obey you or make things clear to someone or do written reports every day. You don't cough on me or vomit on me. She took a deep breath. I wouldn't be weepy if I weren't tired. And if you ever tell anyone I got foolish like this, I'll deny it, she added, trying to sound like the rose thorn he knew. Wow. Oh, that was so good. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm excited. <laughs> what a ride. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like listening, tell your friends about us. If you don't like listening, tell your enemies. Please tell us what you think of the Circle of Magic by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. You can find more of Reading Circle Temple at readingcircletemple.com or find Reading Circle Temple on Tumblr. And thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their artwork on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon Andros. Also, thanks to Britain's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. We're not supposed to do that. <laughs> We're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Unless Nico tells us we should. (laughs) I don't think that's how nature views that, but... I mean, I'm, okay. sure. I'm sure that I'm sure that Nico like convened with Mother Nature and was like, uh, "Yes, Mother Nature, can we please fuck around with your thunderstorms a little bit?" And she was like, mm, "Okay, fine, just this once." She's like, "A little fuckery is fine." Just yeah. fucking <laughs> kidding, because there's way too many thunderstorms. Nan and nan and nan. <laughs>
I think the only <laughs> I think the only person who's allowed to fuck with Mother Nature and not get in trouble is Rose Thorne. I feel like even Mother Nature is kind of scared of Rose Thorne. <laughs> Rose Thorne is this this summer. Rose Thorne is Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah. Mother Nature's lucky that Rose Thorne is quarantined right now, or she'd be letting her yeah. in her mind. <laughs> Mother Nature's like Rosethorn. I, I honestly feel that if Rosethorn is not just the personification of Mother Nature, then she is like Mother Nature's spokesperson. Yes. Which she literally was in the last chapter. Yes. You know, Mother Nature is like, I am sending you forth to be my voice because people don't fucking listen to me. Rosethorn's like. And I speak for the trees. Yeah. And I speak for the trees. Rosethorn's like, they might not listen to you, but they will listen to me, by God. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's kind of like the idea of her being the personification of Mother Nature, because it's just like, Mother Nature gets so sick of not being listened to, that like, like Jesus, you know, she creates she comes down and takes the form of a of a human to get people to goddamn listen to her. And everyone does. Even Duke Vidris is like Emelon is like, eh, I don't want to mess with Rose Thorn. There was one person who didn't listen, he's dead now. So he's dead now. And you know who killed him? Motherfucker. Mother Nature. <laughs> I, I love that. I've had I had someone not listen to me once. They're dead now. <laughs> that that would have been a really good line to use on the uh, uh, the kids in the beginning. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.